San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Joe Reinagle, Jason Minix, The Blitz on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250, 103.3 FM. It is the Blitz here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. He is Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Minnix. We're out at Twin Peaks, 410 and 151. The tournament underway. Gonzaga was in a tight game. They've blown it open in the last five, six minutes, now leading Georgia State 88-65. And while the tournament's going on, we know the big story is the decision from Deshaun Watson. Let's talk about it with the general. John McLean of the Houston Chronicle joins us now. John, there are some reports that Deshaun has made a decision. What are you hearing? I have heard, I have not heard that. The only thing I heard was that he didn't want to go to Cleveland. And that uh, I've heard two different stories. Atlanta was in the lead and another one that uh, New Orleans is in the lead. But nobody says Carolina is in the lead, even though the Panthers are in the best spot to make a trade because they have so many young players who are really good on defense who are in the first year of uh, in the first contract. So, John, why do you think that is at Carolina? Is that just something that Deshaun doesn't like Matt Rule, doesn't like Carolina. I mean, why would he not be looking closer at Carolina? Because you're right, we never hear about the Panthers. Well, first of all, Joe, he doesn't care about what what what's good for the Texans. You know, there have been reports on ESPN that Nick Casario approved the trade with each of the four teams before he allowed them to talk to Watson. Now, I was told that wasn't true. They all made offers, and uh, Watson controls it because there's no trade laws. And I wrote a column yesterday about what would happen if the Panthers offered, say, three ones, two twos, and defensive end Brian Burns and safety Jeremy Chin. Those two guys are two of their best players. They would solve the two biggest needs on defense, and then they'd have three ones and two twos. Okay, say Atlanta came back, said, we'll give you two ones. Two ones and a two. Well, that's not even close. And Watson said, I ain't going to Carolina. I'm going to Atlanta. Then what would the Texans' recourse be? The only thing they could do is tell him, okay, then be prepared to set out a second consecutive season, and we'll pay you $35 million, and you can come to work every day like you did last year and be miserable and call his bluff. So I think the Texans are waiting on him, and then they're waiting to figure out the compensation. John McLean of the Houston Chronicle joining us here on the Blitz. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at McLean underscore on underscore NFL. John, are you surprised as we sit here Thursday afternoon at 534 that he has not yet made a decision? Well, I think we all wish that he would make a decision. <laughs> and I think when you have owners and general managers and coaches, all telling you why they would be the best team and their plans for you. And maybe they're not even bringing up the 22 civil lawsuits that to me would be a big deal. But say one team brought it up and made him uncomfortable. So he'd say, hey, I'm not going there. 
So I'm not sure exactly how they're handling it. Only he's getting more attention now than he got when he was a senior in Gainesville High School, picking a college, and he committed to Clemson where he won a national championship. Now, uh, Atlanta, very tough situation. They were way over the salary cap, had to do a lot of contracts to get under by the deadline at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock on Wednesday. And then they got Matt Ryan. So you're going to get his feelings hurt like Baker Mayfield did. Matt Ryan has a no-trade clause. So if all of a sudden, say, Atlanta uh, trades for Watson, Matt Ryan, they want to trade him to Cleveland, he goes, whoa, 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 I've been playing indoors my whole career. I'm not going to go play on Lake Erie where the wind wind and the lightning and the weather is terrible all year round, and they've never had a 4,000-yard passer. Uh, So he could veto that, just like Russell Wilson vetoed Washington before he approved uh, Denver. So those quarterbacks, I tell you what, I don't. I'll guarantee you the Texans will never give a, put a no trade clause in a contract <laughs> again. Yeah, John, it's interesting that you look at, at Watson and, and all the baggage that he's carrying right now, and uh, possible suspension. We've been talking about that. Do these GMs and owners of these teams do they have Roger Goodell's ear and and ask? Are they able to ask him? Is he going to be suspended? Can you tell us how many games? Does anything like that go on? If you are a general manager who knows him very well, but remember, Goodell works for the owners. Arthur Blank could call him up and say, hey, what are you going to do? Two games, four games, six games, half the season or nothing. You know, you work for me, I'll pay you a salary. Now, if it's a general manager, he would have had to have been in the league a long time and know Goodell very well. The president of the Falcons, Rich McKay, has been the chairman of the competition committee for years, and he knows Goodell well, but all the owners got this, pick up the phone and call him and ask him what he's thinking about doing. But I believe this, guys, they all know at some point it's going to be behind him, and when it is, he can be a great quarterback for another 10 or 12 years. That is very true. John McLean of the Houston Chronicle joining us here on the Blitz, kind of circling back to the Atlanta situation and Matt Ryan. Isn't tomorrow the day they have to pick up his option if he's on the roster? So could the holdup now be okay? He's selected Atlanta. By reports I read, they told Matt Ryan a week ago that they were in on this. So have they been working to try to trade him, say, to the Indianapolis Colts where he could play indoors? Is the delay in, let's get this part done, and now we've got to get this part done so we're good to go? Well, they can't trade him until they know they're going to get watched. And right now... If I'm watching and I'm looking at what teams have to offer, they have no receivers and they have no running backs. They've got Kyle Pitts, second-year tight end. And uh, they, of all the teams with the talent, seem to have the least to me. Matt Rule in Carolina, everybody says he's on the hot seat. So if Watson goes there, he's got to be thinking, okay, next year they may fire him and bring in a defensive coach. And people talk about New Orleans. New Orleans is one. New Orleans is the best. Well, you know what? There's one little there's one little problem with the Saints. Sean Payton's gone. Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator, has taken over. And, De- and Dennis Allen was fired when he got his first head coaching job. Now, if they were to tell Watson his people, well, Dennis is going to be here for one year, or we're going to bring back Sean Payton, I think what's going to happen, one reason New Orleans will be willing to give up a lot of picks for the next three years they know when Sean Payton comes back, 
they're going to get a lot of picks for him, whether everybody thinks it's going to be Dallas. So that would help them refurbish pretty quick. That's interesting, John. You know Deshaun as well as anybody covering that team like you do. Is winning and going to a team that has an opportunity to win right away, is that something you think would be important to him? Or is it more you just want to go home? Well, if you're realistic about it, none of these teams has a chance to win right away. The Saints would seem to be the one that would be the quickest, but with a new coach, you don't know. If Sean Payton was there, I'd say without a doubt. All of them are going to be struggling. The Saints finished one game over 500 this year in Sean Payton's last season without a contract. They do have some talent, and uh, they would, you know, the Big Easy, they would love to have him there. Atlanta, they had Michael Vick after his issues, and it's uh, homes in Gainesville, Georgia. He spends a lot of time in Atlanta. His good friend and longtime quarterback, Quincy, quarterback coach Quincy Avery lives there. So I'm pretty sure he'd love to be in Georgia. He was already in Georgia when the Falcons met with him. They didn't have to travel for him. He was there to meet anyway. And so I would think when it comes to that, it would be the Falcons. And really, a year from now, if Tom Brady finally retires, he'd be the best quarterback in the division, and he would have a chance to maybe take over the division in two or three years. But the Falcons are almost destitute when it comes to talent. He is the General John McLean joining us here on the Blitz, not just Texans news, but NFL news throughout. And, John, I can't wait to hear your opinion and thoughts on Randy Gregory agreeing to a deal with the Cowboys, then changing his mind because of language in there uh, about, you know, losing guaranteed money if you get yourself suspended, especially knowing his history, and flipping in at going to the Denver Broncos, one of the more bizarre changes in the reasons why that I think we've seen in recent memory. Well, I read every word, and they said it wasn't the suspension. It was the fact that he put... If they put in there if he was fined. And then the Cowboys said they do that with everybody. And his agent, who lives in Denver, Peter Schaefer, said, well, they didn't do it with Dak. And he understood if it was suspension. But the way it read, fine. And he didn't think that was fair. And so they stood by him, and he made an incredible comeback. And should be praised for what he did last year. But, man, oh, man, is one year enough to give that kind of contract the guys had so many problems, but from what I understand, they were all about marijuana. Now they don't even test for pot anymore. <laughs> well, and it's legal in Denver. Yeah, it's another good point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm leaving Dallas because you know, uh, not only will I not get in trouble for it here, I can go down to the store and just buy it. I, I don't even have to hide it in the in the car, right? I mean, it, it, it's just it, well, legal. I think it would be delivered. Well, that's it. You know, it, it just get delivered to the house. I mean, it, it's just bizarre. But you look at it, you know, for his agent to say that he's never seen that language before, and the Cowboys say it's in every contract that they have, it's, uh, with the exception of Dak, for whatever reason, had it removed. He also has Leal Collins uh, as, as a client, so either he's lying or he doesn't read Leal Collins' contract either. Yeah, that's an interesting thing, especially the way the Cowboys are having to move things around. I thought they might sign Von Miller to replace him. And when I saw Von Miller's contract, that may be the strangest contract I've seen since I've been covering the NFL to give a guy that kind of guaranteed money who's going to be 33, unless they're only going to play in the playoffs because he's great in the playoffs. (laughs) 
Well, you know, John, that's interesting. If you look around the NFL, the Bucks did it, the Rams did it. It seems like the trend right now are these teams just going all in for this one year trying to get that Super Bowl win. Uh, and it seems like that trend is starting to pick up steam throughout the NFL. Are you seeing that? And they're so close. You know, they need more people to get to Patrick Mahomes, and they think Von Miller can do it when they play in the playoffs. If they play in the playoffs, again, is very wise of them to do that. They have some older pass rushers on that Bills defense. The last year, that defense was really, really good. And they still have the same defensive coordinator. And the Bills, a lot of people are going to put them right up there with the Chiefs to uh, rule the AFC. But that's the trend. Find those, find those older guys with the can get what you can get out of them for a year or two, and then worry about it later. If you win a that's Super Bowl, nobody cares. Yeah, well, that, that's what it is—the all-in approach that a lot of teams, not named the Dallas Cowboys, seem to be taking. <laughs> but you mentioned the Bills, you mentioned the Chiefs. They had that incredible playoff game, uh, that incredible game, and you know now we got to look at overtime rules. Three teams have put in proposals to uh, change the overtime rules to where each team will get the ball uh, in overtime, unless one proposal has, if you score a touchdown and get a two-point conversion, the game would be over. It seems like every year this goes to the competition committee, but what happened in that Buffalo game, do you think this is the year we'll see a change in the rules? The competition committee, which meets ahead of time, makes these recommendations to the owners, and the owners vote on it at the league meetings. It's at the end of the month in Palm Beach. I think they're going to do something about it might only be in the playoffs. They won't do what the Titans suggested, touchdown and two-point conversion, and you win the game. I think they'll do something simple, like both teams deserve to possess the ball. Interesting. John McClain, the general. Make sure you're following him on Twitter, at McClain underscore on underscore NFL. John, enjoy your day. I thought we'd be talking to you about Deshaun and his decision and where he was going and what the Texans were going to do with the haul that they get in return. So I guess we'll have to save that for next week. Hopefully we'll know by next Thursday. (laughs) Jason and Joe, I got something in leaving. Stick them there. (laughs) There you go, John McClain here on uh, the Blitz. And, again, follow him on Twitter because you're going to see reports all over the place. When John tweets it, you know it's gold.